What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Barbershop Talk Canada podcast. Again, we've taken a quite a big delay on the podcast, but we're back again. Uh, also with my co-host, Anson. Yo, what up, guys? Uh, when was the last time we actually did our podcast? It was around the time Jim Benning and Travis Green were fired, right? That was it, yeah. That was it. Um, so was... the Canucks have played eight eight games since then eight yeah eight games eight games since then um big stuff a lot of stuff has happened i think everyone knows but yeah the uh the changeover has been a quite successful changeover for the vancouver canucks uh as they are what they are now seven oh and one in the last eight games under the new coach of bruce boudreaux the was it tied for or almost or the most winningest coach to start on a new team tied but any... alphabetically he's first you already uh, know so but yeah tied for the longest win streak to start a tenure as a coach in the nhl nice. uh before we talk about all that obviously we also want to hear how you are doing right now how how has been the uh the winter break uh, you you came back to Vancouver. Just tell us about what you've been doing, pretty much. You know what? It's it's been good. Um, it's nice to see everyone again. Uh, everyone that I've been able to see. Um, brought the cold over with me though. Nice. Uh, it's really cold here. I've I don't think I've ever lived in weather this cold in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just been working. You know, still doing same old thing uh nice to have a little break from school though and um yeah unfortunately uh, a few of uh my plans have gone canceled the ones around canucks games every single game that i've had a ticket to has been postponed so (laughs) um that's a little unfortunate but um we do have some plans me and you uh we gotta head out to trout lake um with some of the boys um, yeah. I saw it t- again today, but I think it's going to be good enough because it's still going to be under zero for the next two days. So I'm thinking on Sunday, we go out and we hit the ice. Um, doesn't matter. Anyone can come with us, right? There will probably be already be a bunch of guys there that we already know, considering, yes. you know, that was kind of, that was one of the arenas we played minor hockey at. So a lot of people live nearby um yeah let's get out there and play some pond hockey not something we get to do uh, a lot in vancouver yeah. so yeah yeah definitely a good opportunity to head out to the pond uh the, one of the coldest winters vancouver's seen in what they said maybe 50 to 70 years <laughs> like it's been it's been a really 50 cold to 70 winter. i actually didn't know that 50. statistic 50 to 70 that's actually crazy 70 years i feel i feel like like i don't know if i just saw it somewhere or i'm just imagining but like it's 70 really years cool. ago like that was way yeah. before anyone in my family lived here you know yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy like yeah. I, I don't know how many people live in vancouver that actually lived here during that last winter yeah it, it's a very cold year uh i went out with my, two of my friends on boxing no on monday we went out to lafarge lake in coquitlam to look at the lights and it was i think minus 10 degrees 
so I had layers on, but the one thing I forgot were gloves, which was the worst part about that. So I was just freezing, freezing the entire day, which was not fun whatsoever. And then other than that, I've just been staying at home, chilling out, no school, obviously. And I think, I think Bonnie Henry said that school's, school's going to be out for another week because of this new Omicron virus that has taken over the world again. I think you'll take it, though, another week, eh? Yeah, another I'll take it. Another week of staying up late. Definitely. I know you'll Definitely. take it. Um, yep. Yeah, let's get back to talking about the Canucks yeah. and that win streak. Um, yep. I guess everyone already knows about it because everyone's definitely been paying attention to the Canucks. Maybe before we had to explain a little more because definitely people would be missing games. I don't think anyone would have missed a game in that win streak. Um, just give me, like, favorite moment. Favorite moment of Favorite this. moment and, like, three, and, like, I don't know, like, a three stars or, like, players that you thought specifically stood out. All right. Well, probably favorite moment. Um, I'm not going to say the Columbus game because, unfortunately, I could not watch that game. I was out playing hockey for my my association where we lost 10-2. We don't talk about that. Um, but, yeah, I, could, I missed that game where the Canucks came back from a 3-0 deficit to win 4-3 with Bo Horvat scoring the game winner. Uh, one of my, I think one of the my favorite ones, I think going to the – because I went to two games during that little spell of games they've had at home. Went to the Bruins game, which was a shootout, and then the next game against the Jets, I also went went to, and they also went into a shootout. And I think my favorite moment was uh, definitely Elias Pettersson doing the Forsberg in, in the shootout. And then, obviously, the Canucks won that game as well. Uh, the three stars that I have, I think... Uh, third star, I would give... Uh, Oh, it's a tough one. It's between I I would say Bo Horvat would be, or Quinn Hughes would be third star. Second star would be uh, J T Miller, cause he's just been he's just been amazing this entire streak. He's on an eight game point streak, and he's just been on fire. And then number one obviously is uh, the main man that's been pretty much carrying the Canucks even before the the win streak happened. It's Thatcher Demko. He's he's put up amazing numbers these are Vesna trophy numbers that he's putting up with the Canucks and hopefully he can keep keep the role as we head into a new year I think I agree with you for pretty much everything there except I was actually able to watch the Columbus game so I'll say the Columbus game is my my big highlight um probably the loudest I've screamed in my like dorm room uh, usually because I don't want to wake people up. But by that time, a few people had already left um, to go on their winter break. So I thought it was okay to vocalize a little more, especially for that Horvat winner there. Or, uh, yeah, that Horvat goal. Um, yeah, wow. What a game. I'm kind of sad you missed that one. And three stars. Too. Where'd you go? Hughes, Miller, Demko? Yep. Yeah, yeah I agree. Player-wise, that's it. Um, the Boudreau effect is crazy so is, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna just say he's star one two three all three <laughs> of them but definitely everyone's been playing better the only player who i see not 
still not kind of playing up to par is Pedersen. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen flashes, which is a lot better than before, where we saw absolutely nothing. So, I'll, 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 I'll you know, it, it's a tough year. And, uh, it is a very tough year. We should not go soft on him mm-hmm. at all. He's a first-line center. He's paid like a first-line center. He's supposed to perform like one. Mm-hmm. And he's not. So he definitely deserves a little criticism. But he has been playing a little better than before. So we'll give him that. Yeah, we'll give him that. Uh, I think I saw on YouTube there's a guy that I follow or kind of follow on YouTube is guy guy named Lego Rocks 99. He's a Canucks fan. He went to BCIT to study uh I think broadcasting or something. And he's and I saw I just saw a title. I didn't really watch I didn't watch the video, but I saw a thing saying Jim Rutherford actually talking about Patterson and that he needs to step up because <laughs> he's obviously he's playing better than he was, but he's still not playing like a a top forward on this team. Mhm. So, just to say, Rutherford, I think, is trying to hopefully motivate Pedersen a little bit as well. And I think if he, if he can do it, if this team is... I feel like this team can easily be a playoff team. What about basketball for you? Have you been, you been watching the Raptors a lot? Uh, not really. I They've only had three games since the break, obviously. And two of them two was of them, the 905 two. playing. So yeah. Raptors 905 were playing. The second game, somehow the Raptors almost won against the Sixers, which doesn't really make sense. But hey, good good on them. Couldn't watch the couldn't watch that Sixers game because I was at a family get together, you would say. Uh, and and then the first game, I just I just saw the scores like really, <laughs> 144 to 99. That's not not the best. But today's game, they did get. They get did get it done against the Clippers, but I I don't think the Clippers were a hundred percent either. So can't really count these games as like real games, but you can but they also count for the regular season. So what are your thoughts about the Raptors? Yeah, definitely hard uh, to see all these players go down with COVID and still have to play. Um, I don't know. There's kind of two schools of thought on this. It's whether players need to be tested continuously and have even players that are asymptomatic or players that are are just testing positive to go into a five-day quarantine, which is what they've shown it to now, or just to not test players unless they're sick. Um, I'm kind of leaning a lot more towards the second group than I am the first group. Well, you know, it's pretty obvious that you can dispute this, but I'm kind of leaning towards that just because the effect that it has on the players. Um, you know, these guys are healthy individuals, and a lot of times uh, COVID now, with all these players being vaccinated, is not really affecting them in the way where they're ending up in the hospital, they're ending up uh really sick like how uh that like what happened to a lot of the canucks last year uh with the outbreak that kind of thing doesn't happen anymore in outbreaks while there are cases where it does um most of the time players are asymptomatic and you know we we see that in our everyday lives too like i bet you know like we, we i have a lot of friends who are COVID positive you know uh can't hang out with them or anything but 
they're asymptomatic. So I think for regular people, it's a little different than for these players. But uh, I think it definitely needs to be worked around a bit as I know the NFL has a different process and I would hope that the NBA and the NHL kind of lean towards that not necessarily adopt what the NFL has directly but I think they can uh, all these sports leagues can work together to make a better plan for their players to keep them safe while uh, allowing them to play games yeah it's uh this COVID thing's really screwed up everything about every single league it's terrible. Uh, I don't know how, like you said, they work around that by not maybe testing as much as they should. Maybe what, once every three to four days, maybe, or even yeah. Because they're going daily now, right? Like they still do daily yeah, tests, do, I think. Yeah, they're doing daily tests, which, yeah, I guess it's good because they are checking for COVID every day. But on the contrary, these guys are not feeling the effects of COVID most most of the time the only like really big impact person that's really affected is uh brendan sutter which is still Mm -hmm. hasn't come back from it which is which sucks and i hope hopefully he gets better but i testing every day i don't think should be the thing right now maybe if they're feeling sick or maybe once every two like three to four days i would say it would be it would be good to do at the end of the day, though, you know, we're just two teenagers with the podcast. We are nowhere near medical yeah. professionals. Um, not the field yeah. I'm going into. Uh, not sure about you, but... Definitely not the field I'm going into. <laughs> yeah, so. not the field both of us are looking to go into. So at the end of the day, all our info is secondary. We don't have any primary info. So um, choose to listen to us. Choose to not listen to us. It's up to you at the end of the day. Um, but I would lean towards listening to people with uh, a better background than us. We are just kind of going through and adopting that information and putting it out our own way. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to talk is the World Juniors. Yeah, um, I was going to go there too. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, uh, the World Juniors, what a, what a crazy what... It was a crazy two days for that to be unfortunately canceled. First, the U.S. team getting, was it one or two players? COVID, getting COVID positive, which had to be, which the entire team had to forfeit a game against Switzerland, which obviously I don't think USA were going to lose against Switzerland. It was like a 95% chance they're probably going to win. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was first, oh, it was a big blow already to lose one nothing because of covid but and then the next day we get more bad news from two other teams i think it was russia and finland no not i but know it was, it was russia knew, for sure i don't yeah, know about one the was russian team. and then the other maybe czech republic or i czechia think yeah yeah, yeah yeah i think it was czechia i think czechia also got covid and these are all just one or two players that are getting this 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 virus but it's enough to shut down the entire world juniors which is so unfortunate because obviously this is what a lot of teenagers a lot of just people in general who love hockey come to watch every year this is almost a tradition at this point to turn on your tv after christmas and watch watch the world juniors and watch your country play for the gold medal and it's just it's a big blow 
for the sport, big blow for the teenagers that are playing because obviously they don't want it to be canceled. Conor Bedard just came off a four-goal game against Austria. Like, he was... That was amazing. And then one day after, you just hear that the tournament's canceled, which sucks. I'm just angry, man. Like, I wish I had more to say. I think right now I'm still too mad to be able to say uh, I, I think I would say things are a little unreasonable so I'm not going to say too much but yeah you kind of hit it right there on the spot um, yeah. yeah nothing more from me uh, one or two other things I would like to say obviously they said the tournament's cancelled which is obviously it's alarm bells everywhere but it doesn't mean it's fully like the tournament's not going to be over until next year. The tournament might still happen towards the to towards the beginning or end of spring to early summer, where the World Juniors can play again. It they only say cancel because it's not their what do you call it? It's not their thing to do to put this tournament back on. It's not their pressure. They're not pressured to put this tournament back on if they call, said cancelled. Right. If they said postponed, it's their pressure to do this tournament. This this is the exact same thing their IIHF has been doing with the U18 Women's Championship as well. They said cancelled, but USA Hockey is going to try to find a plan to do to do maybe a July to July uh, tournament. So it doesn't it doesn't put any pressure on the IIHF and gives the host country or anything just a chance to revive the tournaments maybe late into summer because of maybe covid goes down a little bit by then and they can also create a a bubble where the athletes are safe to to play yeah i think um that that's something they could have done just like last year i would like i would never bubble an entire nhl season but for a week-long tournament, or sorry, a 10-day-long tournament, bubbling would be fine. I think the players would agree with it. Um, yeah, there were definitely not enough measures put in place. There were, it was like uh, the IIHF finance team just took microeconomics and they forgot to take macroeconomics. They were just focused on penny pinching and they forgot to think about the big picture in terms of money. And guess what? They lost a bunch of money because of it, so yeah um yeah yeah they just they weren't prepared for this obviously who who would be prepared at this situation when things are going all right and then suddenly this virus just comes out of nowhere maybe a week before the tournament even starts like that's a very and you can't you can't put a bubble in there because obviously the players are staying at a hotel where uh, just people in general, the general public is also staying at, which could could really hurt players, and they pretty much did, because they can get COVID by any any way possible when the general public's around them. So, I think once they do find a way to put a World Juniors in in a bubble, maybe in Ju- June or July, then I think the tournament will definitely end by then which mm. is a good a good thing to happen we all we want to we always want to see a, a world juniors end in a gold medal for some nationality we don't want 
we don't want it to be canceled and having it just be due over next year. Right. A win is a win, and a lot of these kids, this is the biggest stage they'll ever play on for hockey. You know, a lot of these guys aren't going to make the NHL. Um, this is their this is their Olympic gold medal. This is their everything, right? So mm-hmm. um, I guess these kids, but, I mean, these guys are our age, right? So these guys deserve yeah. a chance. These guys absolutely deserve a chance. Definitely. And I would hate to see it if they weren't given that opportunity to complete this tournament and potentially um, win win a medal for their country. Mm-hmm. Uh, bef- before we wrap it up, I just thought of one other topic, but we can make this a little bit of a quicker topic to say. Sounds good. Uh, the uh, NHL and not let, not having the players go to the Olympics this year, which is, it makes sense why they're not going it sucks that they can't go but it also makes a ton of sense why they aren't gonna go out of just, all I the just... stupid things <laughs> that all these sports leagues have done these last uh this last year this is the smartest choice yeah this is absolutely smart. the smartest choice uh the players uh, the player union and the uh nhl decided on this collectively and ultimately while well, uh, we want to see best on best hockey but right now is not the best time the NHL will one day provide us best on best hockey, so I'm not as Maybe concerned. Another... But sorry, go ahead. Maybe another World Cup of hockey. That's what I'm hoping for, man. Um, you you know that that's just like a money maker for the NHL. So I know Bet- I know Batman's gonna want to do that one. Of course, and that's how it, you market the game. And it'll bring the salary cap up, so hopefully we can. Uh, that helps the Canucks too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now China has a chance to not get uh, 50 owed, but maybe 35 owed. So we'll see. Anyway, I think uh, any any last thoughts you have before we go? Uh, that's it for me. Um, I'm going to commit myself to we're going to do this every week. We're going to do this every we'll, week. Okay. We will try, at least. All right. Well, as uh thank you thank you guys for listening and uh we'll see you next week peace peace